Hello and welcome to Word Equals Faith. This is your host, Jose Reynaldo Torres. Welcome, brothers and sisters. Welcome. And thanks for joining us. Uh, before we uh, begin tonight's message, uh, I want to do something a little different than I normally do with these messages, and that's uh, open up in prayer. And I want to open up in prayer because this is a very powerful message, and I definitely want to... Uh, Ensure that you get the best message and the best out of this message. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and open up in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Father, tonight we come to you, Lord, uh, just uh, bowing ourselves, Lord, in reverence and with the uttermost respect, Lord, that um, the King of kings and Lord of lords deserves. So, Father, we come to you with a contrite heart, full of penance and remorse, Father, because we have trespassed against you, Lord. So with that being said, Father, we just want to put our sins on the cross and receive the uh, remission of sins, the precious blood of Jesus Christ that covers us and has paid our debt in full. So, Father, now that we uh, have no debt and our debt has been paid in full, Father, we come to you, Lord, that you would uh, deliver this message and let those that have ears listen and let those that can understand this message, Lord. Let you, your spirit flow in them, Lord, that they may receive this message, Lord, and that they receive it abundantly with the blessings that you have for us all. In your Son's name, our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, uh, tonight's message is titled Remission by the Blood of Jesus. And as you heard that prayer, there's a lot to do with the blood of Jesus. So uh, I know, brothers and sisters, that's a lot of that's a lot of power coming to us tonight. And, and some of the things that I will cover, led by the Holy Spirit, it's going to be deep and scary for some folks. But we don't need to worry or fear. We don't. And some of you may be asking, why? 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 I mean, this stuff can be scary. If you haven't been saved, then there will be a spirit of fear coming and and trying to derail you. But we that have been saved, we don't need to be fear. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to fear. Because we belong to Jesus Christ, purchased with his blood. Amen. Amen. So let me let me break it down a bit and define the word remission. Remission, according to uh, dictionary.com, I was able to find these three that, that make sense and it illustrates how it applies to the blood of Jesus. Let me start with the first definition of remission that I found, which is the first one is the relinquishment of a payment obligation. The second is discharge or release from penalty obligation. And then third is pardon, forgiveness for sin. Now let me let me tell you what I what I found and uh just wanted to double check and, and see what another source would say and and I found something from Miriam Webster's and <laughs> And it says, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not, 
I'm I'm chuckling here because the, I, it may sound like I'm 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 selling dictionaries and stuff like that, but no, brothers and sisters, uh, I'm not trying to promote or, or sell you any dictionaries. I'm I'm using Miriam uh, Webster because uh, this is the dictionary used by academic institutions and scholars. So, you know, and I, I like the definition that they use. Though, they, though their definition is mainly financial. But it ties to that, and, and I'll read it to you. Uh, it, it, the formal uh, definition is the act of reducing or canceling the amount of money that you owe. And, and, and they give this example. Uh, the university offers tuition remission to teaching assistants. So in short, teaching Assistants do not have to pay tuition. You know, that's interesting, right? Uh, teachers don't have to pay tu- tuition. They don't. They don't have to pay, according to that uh, example they gave us. So it is clear. So it is a, a clear definition. Remission means we no longer have debt because it has already been taken care of. So let's see um, what Jesus has to say about that. So Jesus in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 28. And this is how, how um, we get the institution of, of, of the Lord's Supper or the Last Supper or um, the Passover meal or Holy Communion. Right. So let, let me read the verse uh, Again, it's Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 28. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. So Jesus took care of our sin debt. Amen? Amen. So I'll share um, that Today can still be unclear for some folks, and um, it is. It is some folks may still be a little tied up on remission. And let me let me share a, a recent uh, a recent activity that 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 I went through, and and it really describes what remission is. So I'll, I'll share. Uh, not too long ago, I uh, just got back from a celebration, and uh, in, in that celebration, we we sat down and we we were invited to dinner, and we we sat down, and obviously um, during pandemic mode, it, it it was a real nice restaurant, and they did a fantastic job in uh, just uh, isolating everyone, and we we were in this in this room pretty much 
by by ourselves our own family was there just you know separated again and and in a way where uh the the waiters uh were all wearing masks the staff and it was it was very well done the food was excellent and long story short uh just to fast forward a little bit here in the essence of time uh the waiter came around and you know made his made his rounds and said hey uh came to me and said hey is there is there anything else I can get you, sir? Is there is there was everything okay? Is there anything else I can get you? And I was like, yeah, no, you know, the food was excellent and everything was great. Uh, but yes, you can, you know, do me a favor, just bring me the bill. And sure enough, the waiter responded and said, uh, sir, the uh, the uh, the bills it has already been taken care of. And I said, wow, wait, wait, what was that? And he's like, um, it's it's already been taken care of. So I said, wait a minute, How, who 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 took care of it? It must there, there must have been a mistake. I mean, we were the only ones here. So how was that address? He was like, didn't want didn't really answer that. So I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Let me yeah, let me go this route. So I told the the waiter, um, hey. You know that that uh that card whoever used uh that card that that card's not good. It's gonna bounce. It's gonna cause you guys uh headaches and you know I, let me make things easy for you. Let me just give you my card. I know that this card is definitely works. I use it all the time and I've checked it. I know there's enough funds in there to cover this meal. So yeah, go ahead and use this card instead. And the waiter looks at me and says, "Sir." It has already been taken care of. So I was like, oh my goodness gracious. You know, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe that somebody would do something like that. And I ask you, you know, has anyone ever done something like that for you? As you think about that, the answer is yes. Somebody has already done that for you. And that is Jesus. That is Jesus. According to Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 28, it says, For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. So it's already been taken care of. Just like that waiter said. It's already been taken care of. So what is this debt that we owe? Well, according to Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Amen. So the wages or debt of sin is death. So we know what, what debt is and we know what wages are. We know what remission is. We just heard the testimony on remission that I shared with you. It's a true story. It happened recently. But without going into too much detail on, on what that celebration was about, 
I definitely don't want to receive any any gifts or anything like that. I, I don't want any. I don't want anyone to be compelled to to send me flowers or anything. So, um, I'm just gonna leave it at that. It was just a celebration, and during pandemic mode, it was nice that we got together. Uh, so that's a an uh, an excellent testimony, I believe, to to share on remission, how uh, what remission is about, and how it, it works. So next we have to define what sin is. And I'll go that route. So sin is deliberately disobeying God's ordinances or his law or his commandments. Right? Whichever way you want to say it, it's disobeying God. For example, if God tells us not to have uh, other gods before him, and we put other gods before him, then we have disobeyed him. And that makes it a sin. If God says you shall not lie, and you lie, even if it's a small white lie, you disobey him. And that makes it a sin. And if God says uh, you shall not steal, and we steal, and you fill in the blanks. Stealing could be is taking something that doesn't belong to you. And if we do that, we disobey him. And this is why in, in uh, the book of James, chapter 2, verse 10, the word says that for, for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So brothers and sisters in Christ, eventually, if you haven't already heard, some folks will come back and say the following. Well, I don't, I don't need to go to church. Well, I don't need Jesus because I'm a good person. And, I, and I've heard that I heard that a few times. I've heard that, a, and a matter of fact, I've heard that a lot. A lot of folks come and tell me, Jose, I'm a good person. I don't, I, I'm not out there hurting anyone and I'm not there doing anything uh, evil. Uh, so I really don't need to go to church. Well, I, don't, I don't really need Jesus because I, I'm a good person. And that's us saying that. But let's see what the word of God says about a good or righteous person. Let's see what it says. According to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 20, it says, Surely there is no righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. And then if you look at the... That, that actually was from the Old Testament. But if you look at the New Testament which is Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it confirms it. And it says this, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now again, that was the Old Testament and New Testament, and they both agree with respect to sin. Folks, we've all sinned. So we, we can say we're good, but we have sinned. We have sinned. 
committed crimes. We have trespassed against God's ordinances, his rules, his regulations, his commandments. So let's let's entertain that for a minute. Let's be an advocate and say uh, that, uh, okay, we have sinned. So let's see what's going to happen to these folks that don't accept Christ. Because they said, I don't need Christ, I'm good. So in that sense, let's see what the book of Revelation says in chapter 13, verse 8. And it says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundations of the world. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. So that's talking about these good people that don't need Christ. Because they don't need Christ, they're going to be judged out of those things written in those books. Now here's a description of them. Right? This is what makes these folks that uh, normally... Uh, doing things after themselves and uh, making up their own rules and doing things according to their lifestyle or following the wrong people. Revelation talks about them too. In the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 8, it says, But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, sexually immoral, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And folks, here's their final destination. Once the judgment has been done and once the books have been opened and they're accountable for their actions, in Revelation chapter 20, verse 15, it says, And whosoever, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to share a parable that the Holy Spirit gave me. I want to share this testimony. Well, not necessarily a testimony, I'm sorry. It's a, a story that was given to me by the Holy Spirit, which ties into this whole conversation, and it brings all these scriptures together, right? Um, but I wanted to put it to you in a way where the Holy Spirit delivered to me, where it's a, it's just a story to show how what happens when the message is coming, or or when the opportunity comes, and when you just don't opt to take that opportunity. What are the risks? Right? So I'll put it in a story so that it makes sense because, again, I know that 
the uh, following ver the previous verses that I read, uh, I get it. That can that can turn some people off. Some people will just stop hearing this message. It's convicting. The spirit will convict you. And at the end of the day, whether whether we believe this or not, and I, I was one of those. I mean, you can hear um, that message that I have on why I share my faith. I wasn't always on this path. There was a time in my life where I, I thought I knew better. And I was quickly going nowhere. So I uh, for sure hear that message, why I share my faith. And it, it's going to make sense why I'm putting this message together. Because I, I was there. I was on a, on a path to, to eventually go into that lake of fire. And again, I don't want to scare anyone from hearing this message because there, there's, a, there's a good ending. So hang tight and you're going to hear a beautiful ending. But let me uh, first share this story so it makes sense, right? Now, there was an owner of a small antique business and uh, one day an, an uh, artifact collector came to the store and saw an antique that, that caught their attention. So excitedly, the uh, the collector asked, uh, "I'm sorry, the collector asked how much for this piece." And the owner replied, uh, "Just, um, just give me ten dollars for it." Now the collector started to write a check, but the owner stopped the collector and said, uh, "Excuse me, uh, I only accept cash." Oh, okay. So. Here's $10 in cash. Keep the check as a down payment. And I'll be back with good news. So the store owner, without looking at the check, you know, he just tucked it behind him and in a picture frame. And and that was that was the that was it. He didn't even bother looking at it. Um, so let's fast forward. Seven years later, the owner was in a in real uh deep debt. And the store Unfortunately, it was not not producing, and and to make matters worse, the store was set on fire by an out of control protesters, by out of control protesters. So the fire department was um was called, and they they were able to save only two things. The store just burned down completely, and only two things they were able to. Save and that was the half burned dead body of the store owner and the picture frame containing the check. So they brought in uh, the, the only person that knew the store owner, which was his, his debt collector. And when they brought him in, he cried immensely and they asked him. Wow. Wow, you you really love this man who who has no family and and died all alone. And the debt collector was examining the picture frame while while crying loudly and and said, No. I I barely knew him. But looking at this million dollar check, I recognize the signature of that person. That signed the check. 
He died in a, in a plane crash seven years ago. But, to, but what really makes me cry is that all his debt could have been paid in full with this check. So brothers and sisters in Christ, saw Jesus has already paid the price for our sin debt in full, which is the remission of sin. The book of Revelation confirms the covenant and commitment between the Father and the Son and us who accept the payment. It's like the story. The store owner, all he had to do was cash that check. And who knows? Maybe he wouldn't have had any debt. Maybe he would have could, could have sold the store, paid for it. I mean, there's endless of, of solutions, right? He had a million dollar check, but he never cashed it in. Again, the uh, revelation confirms it. And let me read it to you and, and show you how that is true for us. The book of Revelation, chapter 7, verse 13 through 14. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes? And where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 5 says that he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. The book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 27 says that and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie but they which are written in the lamb's book of life revelation chapter 21 verse 6 through 7 says that and he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. So folks, there you have it. This is confirmation. It is very simple.
And I know that there may be someone here who has uh, come in for the first time and, and you're not sure. Or you know someone who's not sure. Or you know someone who has not accepted the payment that Jesus made on our behalf. Which is the blood of the new covenant. Which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Amen. Amen. So folks, uh, if you're not sure, replay this message. Share it with those that you know may be in danger. I mean, we never know if tomorrow is, is guaranteed. We don't know. We don't know when the time is going to come. And if we choose to take matters into our own hands and if we choose to represent ourselves, then we just read what Revelation is going to, is what, what we're, what path is waiting for us based on those books that we just read. So our Heavenly Father calls us to share this truth with at least one person who will either hear it for the first time or, or, or maybe with someone that needs confirmation. There's a lot of folks out there right now that they're not sure. They, they don't know how to go about it. And that may be you or, or it may be somebody that you know. And brothers and sisters, again, I, I'm putting this message together because I, I was one of those. I was one of those folks that, you know, wanted to do things my way. And, and I learned. Thank God for his mercy and his grace. And I was able to have an encounter that changed my life. And, and I hate for folks to, to come to that dead end where it's maybe too late. And I get it. Some folks may say, oh, well, I don't, my English is not too good, or I mean, I don't know how to speak, or I don't, I'm not good, you know, I don't know scripture too well, or I don't know what to say, or what would I say, uh, you know, I don't really get it. This is all new to me, or again, I'm not good in, in, in speaking to crowds or to other folks on a one-on-one -on -one basis, like, I wouldn't know what to do. And I tell you the truth. Do not worry about that. The Lord promises that he will help you and guide you in what to say. Now, how do I know that? Because I've been there. I've been there. But look at this message. The Holy Spirit put in my heart to share with you all. And here it is. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to put it together, but I prayed about it. So glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. It's a good place for an amen. But just in case, just in case there's someone out there that says, well, 
I wanna, I don't know what to say and I really don't know how to go about it. Uh, and I need word, I need to read it. I need to see it for myself to, to ensure that I'm, I can speak to folks or share the gospel or share my faith. Uh, you know, I need to know where, where it is written that God promises that he's going to uh, help me in, with the message. And I, I, I kid you not, I, I'll give you the reference because here's the case. Here's the word of God promising what I have just demonstrated. And I demonstrated to you by putting together a message that I heard from the Holy Spirit. And he gave me Bible references to share with you. But here's, here's one that I can share, right? And here's one that you can share uh, with yourself, your family members, or whoever the Holy Spirit calls you to talk to. You can find it in Mark chapter 13, verse 11. And I'll read it to you. But when they arrest you and hand you over, do not worry beforehand what to say. Instead, speak whatever you are given at that time. For it will not be you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Amen? This is a good place for an amen. So, folks, uh, I thank you for coming in and listening to this message. And, and I pray that you would uh, be touched. And I pray that you would uh, just share this message with someone. If you don't know what to say to them, let them hear this message. So that the Holy Spirit can work through this message. To that person. So let's end with a prayer here. And Father, um, we, your children here, come to you again as we open up in prayer. We're covered with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Father, your children are here. We accept, and, and some of us renew the acceptance of our gift that you gave us which Jesus paid in full. And he covered us and our families and as many as you will send us. And as many as you will send us to, or as many as you will send to us with the precious blood of Jesus. And Father, we pray that you would speak to their hearts let their hearts open up to you so that you can have a personal relationship so that you can bless as many of these folks that are listening, your children that are listening today, Lord. And I may be hearing this message for the first time. Father, we're asking you to honor this prayer for your kingdom and for your glory. And we declare it. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, amen. Folks, again, thanks for, for uh, listening. I, I really appreciate and value your time. And again, I wanted to do a special message for, for you and that uh, you have the 
the opportunity to listen to a message like this. If you haven't heard of, of, of this message and the way you can be saved and the way you can point others to salvation, it's, it's a gift that I wanted to put together, given to me by the Holy Spirit so that I can give to you. With that being said, thank you and stay blessed.